mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode two. 199 of There's No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. I just got really excited because I, I, I remember to turn the fan off today, guys. <laughs> that's, ah! that's the excitement this here. Is a, this, is a, this is a good week. It's uh, going to be an episode. Season five. Yeah. Episode two. Mm-hmm. The Seed. Yes. AKA uh-huh. Not Another bi- Virus. <laughs> aka this yeah. one's a little heady okay. okay burnout manifestations mine is just aka smart chip i like that <laughs> instead I like... of smart home yeah smart chip yep <laughs> smart chip yeah i i <laughs> indicative to the week i've had yeah this episode started to feel like this manifestations of what benefit <laughs> of what burnout can do to you and how it, it can overcome you and uh-huh. then these other voices in your head start to take over and you lose yourself yeah everything's fine everything's fine everything's fine i'm fine everything's fine everything's say one more time i'll <laughs> not believe you <laughs> how was your week um you know, my week was a week. Uh, I did not. I have thankfully gotten. This is my excitement. This is just tells you the week. My my super excitement was I have Rhythm of War on audiobook from okay. the library, so that it's easier for me to pour my way through this like giant brick of a book yeah yeah that i'm yeah. legitimately interested in that's the sanderson yes piece? okay but oh my gosh it's it's such a fat book <laughs> we just, like those fat bottom it books. just takes some time to get through it it's easier <laughs> when i have it in an audio because i listen to it at the gym there I you listen go. to it in the car I listen to it while i'm doing dishes exciting things like that i'm into it um but otherwise <laughs> there's not too many the dropout r- wrapped up I, the oh, last episode of i might dropout. finally watch it now yeah uh it's really good uh-huh um i just blanked on his name yep naveen andrews Maybe. the guy who played saeed and lost oh i think that is naveen andrews is so creepy in a good way oh like yeah 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 like, like he's doing it so creepy I'm here so for it. creepy. Here for and it. what's her face that plays Elizabeth Holmes? Amanda Seyfried? Yes. Yeah, I've heard amazing things about her in this role. She's really good in this role. Nice. And at the same time, I'm still, I'm also, because in that same, like, cult of personality, I'm also still watching Re- We Crashed. That's a definite mood. You're yeah. like, you're definitely feeling a vibe of, of certain mm-hmm. certain kinds of things. That's the mood that I've How been the in. How the mighty can fall. Yeah. Uh, amazing. And, uh, um, and the only other thing I did this week was I've been random uh, having some fun doing some hardcore genealogy research on my family. That's a cool thing. Yeah, because the 1950 census came out and it's actually way more searchable than any previous census because I have searched censuses, census nice. data before. Uh, and that just kickstarted a whole other wave. That Why I, not do I, the thing? Every like five years, I f- maybe 10. I feel like maybe it's every time new census data comes sure, out, it yeah. just spawns another wave of 
of, of research. research. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> What'd you do this week, Grace? I lived uh-huh. through the week. Yep. Sometimes and, survival and, is the greatest triumph. And I didn't hurt myself or others in the process. Yes. And I'm going to call that a win. I'm 100% you can call it a win. Uh, we had a really crazy, crazy time at work. It's just uh, a lot of things going on. Yeah. And um, we had one fun, really fun day Yeah. where um, I think it's fair to say we've mentioned that we work in a news industry. Yes. Where uh, the work we do, the all of the things that we use to yeah. do the work died. You know, you want to know the fun part of that, Grace? Uh-huh. I didn't know about it until the next day. That's how cool and calm and collected I, I am. Exactly. Our managers didn't know until the problem was... Well, they knew. I yeah. gave them a heads up. But they were all in meetings. Yeah. Um, Putting me in charge of the room. <laughs> it's real fun. Um, there was also a, a Jesse homesick at the time, which was really not fun. Yeah. Um, and so it was one of those where this thing just died mm-hmm. and it died before 6 p.m. newscast. Yep. All along the eastern seaboard. Which is like a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a busy time. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and so I got to make the call to, first of all, I had to call more dudes. Um, and then I got to make the call that's like, hey, I know y'all are in a really busy, important meeting. You're probably discussing budgets and finances and other things that I don't have to know about. But, but everything's dead. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. We're handling it. We're handling it. Okay, bye. Um, bye. We did handle it. Yes. The thing is, the somehow the week only went downhill from there. <laughs> so we survived it. Yeah. We, there was some casualties, <laughs> some drives, some folders. Yeah. Um, some of our people were like, I'm fucking out sick. Yeah. Like all the rest of the week. I know. Uh, there was one out every day and honestly, I don't blame them. Yeah, no, really. But, uh, so that was that. It's fun times at home. As I mentioned, Jesse wasn't well. So that sucked too because men are great at being sick. Yes. Look, I know how that sounds. I know it's sexist. But accurate. But the facts are facts. <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes, uh, cliches and stereotypes are rooted in data in 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 our house yes. this this holds true um however however <laughs> y'all can't see me but i'm dancing, dancing. baseball is yeah. back baby uh and as of today this morning which we record on saturday mornings the giants are zero and one have an zero and one a one and oh record yeah, both of our teams are undefeated fuck yes we're doing it as of this recording and i got some free baseball because they went 10 innings baseball <laughs> but after the week i had i was like i can't do i can't do this many innings i, I don't have it i don't have it to, in my heart you need to wrap this up to, to i don't have it in my heart or my body to take on this kind of drama right now it's been weak can we just wrap yeah. it up real quick? Like, um, my my favorite is because I okay, I very admittedly am someone who enjoys baseball but does not enjoy watching it on TV. Okay, I enjoy watching it live. Sure, if it's a big game, I'll watch it. Yeah, but I there's a disconnect yeah. for me seeing it live versus seeing a person. So I thankfully um have friends 
One and of, family. One of which is a brother yeah. who happens to follow the same team who just like, here's the highlights for you to he's watch. Your, yeah, he's your crier. He's, your, yeah, exactly. He's your baseball crier, if you will. So he's like, here, watch this interview and this play. And I'm like, cool. I have yeah. seen all I need to see. He literally gives you all the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, here's a tweet with the clip you need to watch. I do. I do like the moments where, you know, we have a group chat yeah. where most of the time I'm quiet because I'm like, oh, they're going on about Star Trek. <laughs> I'm prescribed. Um, so then s- brother Matt will post something about baseball. I was like, oh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And I think that's when your heart goes, goes I'm prescribed. I'm going to wait. Speaking of Star Trek, one quick thing. Yeah. Um, guys, Star Trek Picard, I really enjoy. Yeah. There is some shit happening in this season. Some stuff happening with Alice and Phil's character that I adore. There is some stuff like basically this season that spoilers, there's like a major take care of your mental health as a plot point for the future of humanity. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. Radical transparency and honesty and taking care of your mental health. Uh, anyways, Star Trek Picard. Super and enjoying. Um, also, I will do anything for Patrick Stewart. Um, there. Cool. July 18th! <laughs> I was wondering how we 2008. Uh, this is written by Joan Paul, directed by William Waring. Um, this is, we have no major big guest stars. This is a bottle episode. I like it. The first episode were Woolsey. It's a good way to start because we've yeah. got a Woolsey. We have yeah. a Woolsey. This is his first, uh, he's, he's arriving on Atlantis in this episode. Mm-hmm. Previously on, we found a Carson, but it was a clone Carson. But he was dying, so we put him in a freezer. Mm-hmm. Then we almost found Taylor, but then we didn't, and a building come down our heads. Mm-hmm. And we saved them. We got Michael's database, and Sam was removed from command, and Woolsey's in charge. Okay. Um, we can talk about this later, but there's a really interesting part that um, Joe Malozzi had in his blog, because he has a blog that he has oh, tons uh-huh. of really cool shit in. Um, and because we love Sam. Yeah. We, we currently don't love Woolsey. We are... Not ready for stepdad. There you yet. go. Yeah, you know we're like, oh, but they even talk about this later. Why? Why did Sam leave Atlantis? Why was she taken out of command? But the way that they see it and the way it was posed is that Sam leaving Atlantis wasn't a downgrade. Right. It, she wasn't taken out of Atlantis because she wasn't doing a good job. She was put there by the powers that be. Because Atlantis was in danger, and it was in too yep. much danger for a civilian to leave. Yeah. Sam did her job. Yep. Dealt with replicators and Wraith in one year. Yeah. And now it's back to being able to be led by a civilian again. Well, and here's how I see it. Um, I've been... I, I've been... I've been given the opportunity to see something, how some things work on the other side strategically yeah. when running a group of people. Sam could do Atlantis forever. 100%. She could. She's perfectly qualified yes. for everyone in charge would sleep at night knowing that Sam's there. However, Sam can do more than yes. that. She's been doing that for the last 10 years. Yeah. she. We already know that Sam can do that. There's more out there for Sam. And this was her nice, like... She has now led a large, a whole expedition yep. before. Yep. So time to bump. So it doesn't feel good. No, because it's a big change, and it and it feels like you're getting taken away from something really cool. But from perspective, 
There's always sense. a horizon further than you can see. It's 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 just the how she was told was a little rough. That's true. <laughs> and it also explains why it's going to be so difficult for Woolsey because it's like, well, yes, we want Woolsey to grow into this job. Yeah. He's not quite there yet. No, he is not. However, you know, I'm still not ready for his job done. So there no. you go. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll start with Taylor. Walking yeah. baby Torn around through yeah. and through the infirmary because he's decided he's only going to sleep when Taylor's walking him. Mm-hmm. And Taylor wanted to thank Keller. She saw Kanan earlier today. He's back to being himself. Almost everyone who was turned into hybrids by Michael, you know, are doing great. Yep. Taylor's going to request that they be allowed back into the city once Woolsey arrives on the Daedalus. Yep. Um, I do want to post something before we get too far away from this incident. Yes. Atlantis uh-huh. golf carts. Yeah. Taylor needs something to ride this baby around in Clearly. so she can get. Look, we all need a Taylor at the top of her game. Yes. If getting her a little Atlantis golf cart is going to do it, I know. We do it. Exactly. That's all. <laughs> I wanted to just be like a little hovercraft. <laughs> just a little. Like a baby jumper, like an open top baby jumper. So listen, what you're telling me is you want Grogu's little floating egg thing i didn't know it's what i wanted yeah but it's exactly it's exactly what, what you want as you said you need a little hovercraft just for a Torin. little hovercraft for Torin to just wander around. and then she can just kind of like a little balloon like just kind of push yeah. him in the direction we're she going needs him to, to go Torin is now grogu yes <laughs> torgru torgru his name is now torgru yeah <laughs> <laughs> Taylor wanted to thank Keller. Um, anyways, we got there. Yeah, uh, yep, yep, yep. So it's a month. Uh, it's 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 been a month that since they've heard Sam's not coming back. Yep. Not good for anyone. Yep. Keller also doesn't want to claim credit for the dehybridization. Uh-huh. To at least to become solely on her, because sure. it's like listen, Keller, you did do some of it. It may have been based on Carson's shit, but like you did some. You took yeah. it over the finish line. You get some credits. Yep. Um, and still working on how to get Carson out of the freezer, but she's just stuck with some of this Wraith medical data. She's fairly certain she found the formula for the serum Michael used to keep course Carson's organs from slowly melting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or whatever. Something. Yeah. Um, but she wants to be like, this is Carson. She wants to be real fucking sure that this is right. She doesn't want to fuck around with this thing and be like, oh, no, it accidentally uh, multiplies how fast this exactly. works. Exactly. There's only one chance. There's only one car. I just was about to say there's only one Carson. There can be only one there now. There is Only not. one now. There's only currently one Carson. Yeah. We think. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> that we have. Mm. We only have one Carson. There is only one Carson in our Atlantis. position. <laughs> um, listen. <laughs> There's Carson. only one Carson's is our new AKA for this episode. There's only one Carson's. <laughs> Capital S at the end. Um, look, right now Carson is safe. Keller just hates him just sitting there frozen. Mm-hmm. And he tells Taylor that they actually caught McKay down there chatting with Carson, telling him all the latest news. This was exactly what we guessed and assumed McKay yep. was going to do. Yep. Honestly, it's very similar to what I would do. And McKay just passed it off like he was checking the system or something. Oh, yeah, of course he does. 
And uh, and Keller's like, you know, he surprises me sometimes. And Taylor's like, I see that face. It's very endearing. I see that face mm-hmm. that you have right now. They're they're dropping hints all over the place in this episode. They're so subtle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. They think they're like McKay and Keller think they're being subtle. The yeah. The McKay <laughs> We'll get to it. I'm yeah, gonna wait. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. That's when Torrin starts to cry, so Taylor's off, recalled to duty. Mm-hmm. And Keller is very tired and gets back to work. Yep. In the control room. Banks, Slightly less endearing moment. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's John know as he walks into the control room that the Daedalus has arrived and he's beaming down. Oh boy. Everyone stands up, ready to do the Picard maneuver, straighten yeah. the jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh McKay is sitting there on the front end of the screen just like watching like a grumpy old man <laughs> yeah like yeah, ever yeah. really you're standing up to impress the new guys fuck this guy fuck him he does stand up eventually though mm-hmm. and the new commander but he's not gonna straighten the jacket he's not yeah, yeah. richard woolsey beams down mm-hmm. john shakes his hand welcomes him and then there is a pause and and woolsey's like yeah, i just want your latest reports, John, and yours too, McKay, because uh, I've been on a ship for three weeks and I'm out of touch. And hey, can you put all my shit in my room? And then leaves. And that's... Lon's like, great speech. Very inspiring. I'll tell you, there's something to be said at this moment. Like, yes, the obvious is he's not very warm. No. But there's, like, if you look at that moment again, from Woolsey's perspective, he's nervous this as shit. man is nervous as fuck. He's nervous as fuck. He's like, I don't want to fuck this up. I yep. guarantee you, he had a speech that he practiced, and then he got there, and he's, he's like, like, "No, abort, 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 abort. Oh, God. blue screen, blue screen. Yeah, uh, uh, let's go do work. Yeah, yeah comfort zone. Very nervous. Mm-hmm. Beautiful night shot back in the infirmary. Keller has fallen asleep next to her laptop. Uh-huh. I get the feeling it's like two in the morning. Oh. I've been here. Yeah. She wakes up and hopefully when you were there, you didn't have goo all no, over your hands. No, thankfully no. Just mucusy. No, no, not that I'm aware of. Sticky goo. And she's tired and she doesn't question it. And she just goes and washes her hands. And Marie walks in, including the night shift. And yeah, yeah, yeah. is like, hey, stop pushing yourself so hard. I mean, burnout we'll get you yeah and and keller's like i'm gonna go to sleep i'm fine it's, everything's fine i'm fine she's yeah. fine everything's yep fine credits <laughs> uh with Woolsey comes a brand new 12 foot long mahogany conference table just a little piece of home Je- jesus you couldn't like <laughs> i don't know pack a journal or nope. something i don't something Listen, maybe a paperweight can even. Can you imagine the D&D nights you could have on that conference table? You could have some pretty impressive maps. Yeah. However, I bet that Atlantis can just make you some really cool holographic This is true. Maps. Oh, my God. Okay, the but maps if, that I could build if I had a holographic projector. If Woolsey does start a D&D night, I will forgive him for a lot of things. And this is very accurate. Mm-hmm. Especially if he lets someone else DM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want a Ronin DM the oh campaign. <laughs> actually, you know who would genuinely be a great DM is Taylor. Taylor, I was actually thinking Taylor would be a great DM. Um, Ronan, if he DMs, would be the way that Nick has said he wants to DM, which he just wants to go and DM with no prep and no rules. Just fight Pit. Yeah. Just a fighting Pit. He just wants to fight Pit, and that's yeah. what Ronan's yeah. would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But then he'd be like, why are we doing this? Let's just go to the fight. Let's just actually go fight. Yeah. (laughs) And again, just a reminder that I did make a character, a fighter, named Ronan, and he died real quick. Because, you know, he touched the things he shouldn't touch. But he didn't touch it. He was so specific to, to use fabric and to not actually touch it. Fair. That's true. He did it very, and then he got cursed, and then he fell asleep, and then bugbears killed us all. Yay, everyone's dead. <laughs> it's like eight bugbears against- Oh, this is my first. <laughs> what was she? She was my first, um... Oh, God, I don't remember who you had then. She was, I, I my brain just, again, it's been a wrong, long week. Warlock. It was my first warlock. Oh, it was a warlock. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was fun. It was like eight bugbears against a bunch of level three characters. Yeah, that didn't last no. long. Who were sleeping? Yeah. As Keller gets some coffee uh-huh. after a late little sleep night, McKay is, um, you know, real on point, pointing out how tired Keller looks mm. and their own weird good, good brand job. of flirting. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, you don't look tired. You look you look lovely. You just you. No, you look uh, like shit, dude. <laughs> I mean. What? Yeah. I mean, she probably did. Yes. But also, don't say that. No. Yeah. Then just, she just like Homer Simpsons into the wall. Yeah, I'm just going to shut my mouth. The way you do that is you just like, here, would you like a cup of coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what can I get you? Uh Uh-huh. How was your night? Let her tell you she looks tired. That's the best way to approach that situation. Our whole team is here. Ronan walked in confused. Because as we discussed, Sam did a good job. Why is Sam not here? Why no Sam? I I liked her. Uh-huh. And and goes over we you know, goes over John. You no, know Ronan would have been a good name for Drakey. Yes. Okay, that's all. <laughs> yes, Drakey and Ronan have a lot in common. Yep. That's all. Um the difference is that one listens to his commanding officer. Barely. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, my, again, also mine barely listens to their commanding officer. True. He knows inside. That's like Kaylee. I'd be like, stop barking. And she'll stop and then she'll look directly at me and then bark again at yeah. me. Yeah. I'm like, now you're just being an asshole. Yeah. You know what you need to do. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so yes, Sam was a victim of her own success. Yeah. All the major threats gone. The IOA put a civilian back in charge. And John and McKay know that Sam, and even Weir for that matter, doesn't stick to protocol. Mm-hmm. So they've always been waiting to put like one of their own in yep. charge for a while. From the beginning. Yeah. I will say the one thing that is a bummer to see is a place that had female leadership. Yeah. Female leadership not yep. be like, meh. Yep. Boring old white dude. Yeah. That's all. Uh, Ronan still doesn't get it. He's like, what? Yeah, still not Sam is not good. No. And Keller asked John about the future he learned when things went all downhill when Woolsey took over, which, yes, but, you know, circumstances were different. And honestly, Woolsey being being in charge wasn't the weirdest part of that timeline as he, like, makes dagger eyes between Keller and McKay. (laughs) I want an episode where John and Teal are like, do you want to share all the things you know about your timeline and yeah. I won't tell? And then yeah. you share all the things you uh-huh. know about your timeline and I won't tell? Because you got to like, tell someone. Dear God, yes. Dear God, yes. Yeah. Mostly because I want to see what a conversation between John and Tilk becomes. That would be very interesting because they're both... John doesn't, like, 
outwardly express it, but in his own way, he's very like philosophical and zen. Yeah. And, and I just, I feel like they would get, it would become one of those weird deep stoner conversations yes. with that guy you'll never see again. Yes. Um, that you ran into randomly in someone's party and I, everybody got stoned together. It would be amazing. I like it. Uh, also, there would be donuts. There, yes. Thankfully, we'll, and also a shit ton of candles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thankfully, Woolsey comes in and break. Oh, sorry. I just had another tangent. Um, uh, could you then imagine John introducing Teal'c to Johnny Cash? Yes. <laughs> Like it, I that entered my head, and I was yes. like, "That would be amazing." Yes, this yes. whole conversation happens with Johnny Cash playing in the background, uh-huh. and then imagine Teal'c singing "Like I Walk the Line." Oh my in that voice. god! Yeah, actually, um, what's the what's the one that I want to hear him sing? Folsom City Blues. I. I hear the train coming. I would do a lot of things to hear it's rolling Teal'c around the bend. Sing Johnny Cash. Hello, I'm Tilk. <laughs> That's my hello, I'm Johnny Cash impression. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, anyway, coming back to break the awkward moment between yeah. Keller and McKay, Woolsey comes in dropping a giant folder. Mm. He congratulates them on destroying what's left of Michael's forces. So far, they haven't actually found Michael or his body, but they did destroy the ship he was on. But mm-hmm. someone also did say that they saw him after that, but that someone wasn't very reliable. But someone stole their cloaked jumper. Yep. I I, I think it's funny that someone who's so... There's no way. I don't know how else to put this. Uptight. Yeah. And tight. Like, With a tightly wound. big old stick up his ass. Yeah. That someone like that would be willing to say, well, he's dead because of this. Where in reality, to me, it would seem like it'd be the other way. It's like, well, no. He's not dead until we have proof. Yeah. But the reality comes down to is I want my paperwork to look clean. Yes. Yeah. Woolsey's not putting much stock in the unreliable source that saw Michael alive afterwards. And... Taylor's like, hey, but do you remember everything Michael did? Yeah. But sorry, Woolsey says that that's a single person and we can't devote the finite resources of the space to chase him across a galaxy. And if we knew he was alive, even then I can't authorize it unless there's proof of where he is. And John, do you have proof of where he is? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Well, then case closed. And he literally closes the file and opens a new one. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Wowza. This is not okay. Things are not okay. What just happened? Bad times are happening. He moves on to the former hybrids who are now in the camp on the mainlands. Mm-hmm. He checks in with Keller about their rehabilitation. She's a little lost in thought and takes a second, like when the teacher calls your name and you haven't been paying attention. You're like, what? Yeah. She recovers well, though. Uh-huh. The retrovirus is working and they're fully human again. There's been no side effects so far. And Taylor reminds them that, like, many have completely, like, they've completed the treatment and they're wondering when they can be released. And mm-hmm. he's like, let's not get ahead of yourselves. Whoa, dude. Whoa. Taylor's like, these are victims that we're keeping yep. in a camp. Let's reconsider our choices. Also, there's got to be a better way to say that, Woolsey, even yes. if that's what you're going to do. It's like, yes, let's make sure that they're whole and, and, and we'll give them some more time. Even if he just worded differently. Because he goes, yeah, but a month ago, they're all enemy combatants. <sighs> yeah. And McKay just 
McKay is already over this. And he just goes, cool, 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 cool. So let's just leave him in the camp forever. And, mm-hmm. and Wolsey's like, calm down, asshole. There's a big space between now and forever. I want to make sure we can trust him again. But you're never going to have that. No. It doesn't exist. There is We've n- never been here before. There is no way that Wolsey is going to go out and talk to these people. No. And, and there's no tangible. No. Like, what's the what's the actual measurable, quantifiable thing that you want to show you can, quote unquote, trust? Them? Yeah. Meanwhile, like, Taylor, who knows all of them, basically since birth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <sighs> this okay. whole table is uncomfortable as Wolsey moves on again to Carson. Keller says, you figured out uh this is a medical research and you said that Carson should be made a priority and she's like well yeah i found a possible solution it seems to work in lab tests and then Wolsey's like okay then what's the problem with moving forward mm-hmm. well you know Carson was basically dead yep and i want to make sure i don't complete the death yeah basically i don't want to more dead him <laughs> and she's like well or Wolsey's like, you're just going to be spinning in circles if you're just going on lab data. You either need to proceed, wake up Carson and give it to him, or just put that aside and move back to your regular duties. Yeah. Cool? And he moves on. And the thing is, there is something to be said about that. Yes. And there, and sometimes you do have to push people, but there is a right way and a yeah. wrong way to do that. Yeah. And, and I think Wolsey's way is like... There's not even a local anesthetic as you're doing this, man. Well, here's my other thing is she, we don't know how long ago she found this serum, this cure. Okay. Yeah. It, she only got the data a month ago. So I'm going to say at max, max, she found it two weeks ago. Yeah. Is it not worth when someone's completely in stasis and not gonna die to maybe take like another two weeks well and then there's this to confirm the data and this idea of just telling her do it or don't yeah there's 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 a lack of curiosity here there's like well what will it take for you to feel more confident what can we do because that's when you help Keller see whether or not she's stolen out. Yes. Because if she's like, well, I'd like to run these tests, it's like, great. Run them. But if she's like, I don't know, mm-hmm. then it's like, well, maybe you're stalling. Yeah. But there, but he doesn't do that. No. And that's the part that bother, bothers me. I get trying to push people, but you don't push for the sake of pushing. You push for their growth. I think this conversation is proof uh, Woolsey's never leaded anyone. No. He's got so much of room for growth he, here. This is his first leadership. He's been reporting. Yeah. He's been checking in, getting reports. He's been that middleman. Uh-huh. This is his first time leading anything He's been a cog in the wheel. hmm And also, I still hold to the fact that he's probably extremely nervous about leading these people. He absolutely And is. just not thinking about what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He's like, cool, I'm going to wrap everything up. I'm going to problem solve, but that's not problem yeah, solving. But he's, but he's bullying a China shop yeah. with their, with their, I don't want to say feelings, but with their psyche. Yeah. You know? So they take a deep breath. Yeah. And they go for it. McKay opens the freezer. Time and, to nuke the Carson. Yeah. And thankfully they catch him before he collapses to the floor. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and once they get him on the gurry, Keller immediately injects him with the fun cocktail. And now they wait. They're just going to go get him on some monitors and it won't take long to see what happens. I wonder if you could have like brought him out, kept him in like a comatose state. Yeah. And then be like, it's not working. Throw him back in the freezer. You know what I mean? Like, what if that's your approach? I don't know. There's got to be a way. Our full team is in the infirmary later around Carson and he opens his eyes and he's a bit confused. First of all, he just opens his eyes and like everyone's there. Yeah, this this moment has to be so stressful. Yeah. For not just Carson, but like Imagine Keller is like, okay, here I go. I woke you up. I hope you don't die. <laughs> we thought you. Yeah. Uh, everyone greets him, tells him it's only been two months, which I'm sure that's got to be great to hear considering yeah. what he feared. Uh, and Keller shows up with good news. There's I, The fact that he's waking up to familiar faces has yes. to feel good. Yeah. That haven't aged. And also, they're not, like, wraith faces, yeah. or they're not, like, who are you, random person that I've never seen before. There's no signs of cellular degradation. Degradation. Close enough. So that's fun. Uh, she's able to replicate the treatment, and he, she is going to let the team tell him about it. I'm gonna go now. I, I'm <laughs> so now. tired. Yeah. John catches her as she leaves that this is great work and look, she knows it's not permanent, mm-hmm. um, but I'm tired. I yeah. just go sleep. Yeah. Yikes. Poor killer. In her room, she changes into her jammies, mm-hmm. takes something to help her sleep. And yeah. Crawls into bed. I, I like that we see that this bottle is mostly empty. Yeah. Um, and I have a couple of points of contention with this sleep. Yes. There's someone with long hair. Uh-huh. That's mostly straight. Yeah. You cannot sleep with your hair on your neck like that. <laughs> Nobody can. Like, look, I'll give you that she didn't pull it up in a scrunchie fine. Yeah. But she would have at least, like, pulled it out from under her <laughs> neck. That drove me nuts. <laughs> um, And also... The blanket? Oh, I have the blanket as reject fabric from the Harmony Fantasy episode in the castle. Not only that, it's it's a little foreboding. It's a little bit... This is the kind of blanket that I would write a paper on for school. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at this blanket, it is exactly... It is. What? The texture and the color, yeah. 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 But also it's reject from the fantasy episode. Yes, it is. Um, so the next morning, McKay finds Carson. Carson's out taking in the city mm-hmm. and the ocean beyond because he's in awe of it. And McKay's like, yeah, I really honestly forget that I'm in a pretty city sometimes. So here's my question. Yeah. Do they never swim in it? I don't know. I feel like they're never in it. We haven't seen it. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine somewhere down really low, there's like a beach yeah. one. You like, know, like the back of a ship just has the little layers that go into the ocean i also feel like there's got to be enough people considering who comes to this mission for for there to be like high divers yeah. to just be like fuck it let's go fuck around oh, for a God. little while i am terrified of the idea yeah but i feel like a lot of these people would not be i'm sure the thought of that like lauren feels like he would be into it the the listen i went to a college where there was an area where people cliff dove all the time. No. I think I would on Atlantis only because it is so deep. 
My fear is always the hitting the ground underneath. Yes. I, I don't worry about resurfacing. And I don't know. I probably should. I I have a problem. This is me. With this the is falling. me. Yes. I can't even go off a regular diving board into a pool. And that's not even the diving part. That's just jumping. Yeah. It is unnerving. I have I I keep saying that I'm gonna do it and then I don't do I've it. I've done the ones in like like the safe ones like at water parks. Nope. Where it's a cliff, but it's it's only like two stories, yeah. maybe. Mm-mm. Um Mm-mm. there has to be some Olympian divers on this team. I listen, we know I went on a trip in January. And we went to the cenote uh-huh. and, and there was here, it's like a little, it's not even a dock. It's just like, here's a little walkway. Yeah. And this is meant for you to jump into the water right here. Uh-huh. You're meant to jump from the dock to the, there is a foot between the dock and the top of the water. And even there, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, here I go. Jump, jump, jump before I regret. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That was a foot. I probably would have, I don't know what two stories is. I think I would max it too. I I would max it anything where I don't want to free fall for more than like <laughs> 10 seconds. For long enough that you have your life flashing before your eyes. Yeah, I want to fall just long enough to be like, holy shit, this is crap. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> this is That's how long I want to free fall for. So, well, Carson's not cliff jumping here. No. Um, And... You know, Carson really, really missed this place mm-hmm. because, again, he was not back in Atlantis for any point for him to enjoy it before he went into a freezer. And he was. Yeah, he was captured for what, a year and a half or something yeah. before that? Two years. So, yeah. Um, And McKay's like, yeah, unfortunately, don't get used to it because they want to send Carson back to Earth in the afternoon dial. Yeah. Carson's like, look. It makes sense. Even with the serum, it's months before I'm like back into top physical Carson shape. And that's when Taylor radios McKay that needs his help. Speaking of bad bedside matter, they're like, McKay, give him a minute to breathe before you're just like, well, you don't get to stay here. Bye. Anyway, McKay and Carson both head to Taylor. She's outside Keller's room. Uh-huh. Keller was supposed to meet Taylor for breakfast uh-huh. and didn't show up and assumed she was just sleeping in. But it's four hours later and she's now late for her shift and not answering any calls. Mm-hmm. And Kay's like, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? Yeah. I want you to open the door. Yep. She's. And just hands mm-hmm. him a computer. Yep. He doesn't want to, but on insistence from Carson. I just want to take a moment to say that this is Taylor's move. Because remember how she did this to Zelenka? Yeah. Fix it. Fix it. (laughs) I got as far as I needed to fix it. Uh, He's like, look, if she's in there sleeping or naked, this is not, uh, this is all on you. Let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. I like that. That's the first place he Uh goes. Yeah. Naked. Yeah, she's in there naked. Look, if she's naked, it's like he's trying to manifest. (laughs) What if she's naked? Maybe she'll be naked. Is she naked in there? I want to think about Keller sleeping naked. I should call her Jennifer if I'm thinking of her naked. Oh, God, no. Dr. Keller. Dr. Keller. That's how his brain works. Finally gets the door also, open. Dr. Keller. I know. I mean. Dr. Keller, if you're nasty. Uh-huh. Uh, it is dark outside, even though it's light 
It's yeah. dark inside the room, but it's light outside. I will say, I wrote in my notes, this is important. Yeah. The moms are momming at McKay. Yes. Because Carson also goes full mom. Oh, Carson is a full mama bear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, anyway. not even a papa bear. Full mama no, bear. No, 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 no. He no. is this... his mother's son. Yeah. He learned well. Yes. I will protect. <laughs> yeah. Um, And they stand at the doorway calling for Keller, but when she doesn't respond, Carson's like, fuck all. I'm going inside. Yeah, I'm momming this, this situation. Yes. Yeah. And he's right. She's unconscious. Goes to do some basic, you know, medical-like checks on her. But Taylor's like, get the fuck away from the bed now. Yep, I'm feeling my spidey senses are tingling. He's a bit confused. And then Taylor pulls back the blanket. And then there's just red tentacles? Yeah. Vines. I mean, she's technically not naked now. She's not naked. Do you think now when McKay imagines her, she's got the tentacles covering <laughs> her naughty bits? How much hentai has McKay That's seen? what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. He's, he, he's never, listen, he's never watched it. He's seen it because other people had it accidentally, on. Accidentally. He's accidentally seen hentai. been in the room while it happens. If you don't know what hentai is, I'm not explaining it to you. You don't want to. <laughs> John shows up. If you don't already know, you don't, you don't need to know. You know, you know. Um, she's all wrapped up in that body horror though. Yeah. Oh. This, you know, that's another AKA is just Atlantis, the body horror episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John shows up, few are on guards, stay outside, and just what the hell? Yeah. And Carson has seen something like this in one of Michael's labs. Ooh. John's immediate reaction is to get the vines off her, but Carson's like, nah. And from They're what he can tell, they are attached to her and to the bed frame and just removing them could injure her. The best bet is to take her and the bed as a whole into isolation. Oh. The thought that she's fused to this. Okay, this makes yeah. me think of an episode. I can't remember what medical show it was. It was some sort of sensational medical show. Okay. But then I wondered if this could happen for real. Uh, it was either like House or some weird episode of Nip Talk that wasn't a usual episode. Okay. But there was a woman who got fused to her couch. Oh. Again, not real life. No. But I wonder if that could happen. It's That's crazy. And it makes me sad. Yeah. Okay, that's all. So, um, John is walking and talking with Wolsey that the growths from growing from her uh-huh. and Yay, Carson. That's always a good sentence. Just, <laughs> I, I have also listen. unrelated to anything. I remember now why I don't straighten my hair because I can't fucking stop touching it. <laughs> so I apologize if you can hear that on the mic because I'm realizing now I'm like, what if that makes noise? Okay. What I the part that disturbs me is the besides just the sentence they're growing from her mm-hmm. is like where and like here's because we see her make a remarkable recovery at the end. Yeah. Are they all growing from like one spot? So the way because they do explain that it's multiplying. Yeah, so I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say they're replicating out of her belly. Yeah, because like they're all over arms, but they didn't like. She had no wounds or anything no, else. No, I think they all, like, sprouted from her belly She button. just has, like, a big wound there yeah. that was covered. Yeah, so when we see her remarkable recovery, we're not seeing what the <laughs> fuck's going on downstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Carson says her brain activity is coma-like, so she's not conscious. Thank God. Imagine being conscious for that. We'll get to that! Uh-huh. <laughs> Ah, okay. 
Wolsey points out that Carson isn't on duty and he isn't even a doctor on this base anymore. You're a duty. <laughs> that would have been my response. Yeah, John's like, um, kind of the best expert we have right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of the original concerns people had about Carson being a clone being my Michael are fresh and new for Wolsey. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is like, we've been through this shit. It's Carson. Carson's the best. Get the fuck off. Uh, John obviously defends him because he's the expert here. A trusted expert. Uh-huh. More than I trust you. This is a nice little walk and talk, though, with Wolsey and Shepard. Like, look, dude. Yeah. Rules aren't going to work here. Nope. Rules are not what keep you alive in this place. Carson and his team are in full hazmat recording everything. And mm-hmm. he tries to cut a thinner strand first. And he cuts it and peels it off. And quickly the blood pressure and pulse of Keller start to drop, oh. which is what Carson was afraid of. Everyone else watches this from the camera feeds as Carson stabilizes her, um, but he doesn't dare do anything more. And Wolsey wants a word with Carson, mm-hmm. which I love that hazmat essentially means nothing if you immediately go into the hallway and take your helmet off. Yeah. But I am going to give credit. I am going to assume this is Atlantis. Yeah. They have advanced technology. There's a door they that walk through that walk we don't through, know. Yeah. Some biofield doorway. Laser beam door. Exactly. Yeah. That makes well, that there's safe. there's those like, aren't the, there's those lights that sterilize mm-hmm. now? They basically walk through yeah. some room like that. Yeah. But like the Uber Atlantis ancient yeah, yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carson assures Rosie that he sh- he will get Keller out. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll get to his lab. And Wolsey cuts him off there. Like, you're due on Earth in an hour. And Carson's like, yeah, I'm going to not do that. I I love this. I love the way this is written because it's not Wolsey being like, you don't get to do this. It's Wolsey being, you need to take care of yourself because you are not well, which I do appreciate that that's the approach. Yes. Um, And, you know, he's like, Keller saved me from spending forever in a freezer and I'm a doctor and someone needs help. And Woolsey, as you said, is like, but you're not stable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not coming across as the, well, you don't get to be the doctor because yeah. you're not officially. It's that you're brah. You should be in a bed yourself. Yeah. yeah. Not, you know, playing doctor house. Oh, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> Because that's who we're actually calling in now. Yeah, basically. Uh, he's like, look, I am fine currently. I will step aside if I need to. Does anyone, first of all. No. Does anyone no, he believe that? No, he won't. He will not. He has never, <laughs> ever, ever shown any proof to the fact that he will step aside for any reason. No way. Other than aside. certain death of himself. And even that took he an entire take, Atlantis to convince him. But even then, he didn't step aside. The only reason Carson will stop is if he is dead. Yes. Yeah. It took all of Atlantis to convince him to go into a freezer. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the way the original Carson yeah. died, it's like, literally. Literally, he will die. Yeah. Before stepping away. <sighs> Yeah. Um, and Carson is convinced this has to do with Michael because uh, it's clearly not Hives, which I love that line. I love that little bit of foreboding that way. Well, it kind of is Hives, but not the ones you're thinking of. Yeah, I love that choice, of, that choice yeah. word there. Uh-huh. Um, Carson heads back to the viewing room outside isolation yeah. with everyone else. Marie tells them that she's stable again. They got tissue samples, so they got work to do. Uh-huh. 
I'll wait because it's not happened yet. Okay. John notices that Woolsey isn't sending Carson home and he reluctantly agrees that, you know, he's the closest thing we have to an expert. And John's like, yeah, that's not really playing it by the book, is it? Mm. And uh, and Woolsey's like, don't get used to it. Yeah. Is that what you were laughing? No, no, no. Okay. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. I just, because I remembered you how I wrote it. You saw it in your notes and yep. then you're preemptively laughing. Yep. So hours later is that night. Carson is working hard. McKay comes to check in on the progress. Carson picks up his anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's slow work, but Carson did find the pathogen in her blood. No clue. Like, okay, yes. Yeah. You got aliens in your blood. <laughs> Imagine a doctor goes, you got aliens in your you blood. You got aliens. You got no. a case of the aliens. Your blood has aliens. <laughs> That's all. Like, is this the 1910s? Look, Carson's tie-tie. There's ghosts in your blood. Listen, there's a little bit of freezer burn on the edges, okay? (laughs) It's There's a meme from back in the day. I can't remember the meme, but it's like, you know, a Victorian-era doctor is like, yo, you got ghosts in your blood. Take some cocaine about it. And that's why I laughed, and I just fucked up the meme, and I apologize. But that's basically, basically what's Keller happening. needs some cocaine. She's got aliens in her blood, so that's what you do. Mm-hmm. In fact, the next time someone asks me about my illnesses, <laughs> I may just say something to the effect of "There's aliens." In I my have blood. aliens in my blood, and they eat all of the um, enzymes that yeah. I need. Yep. I got those blood aliens, (laughs) y'all. Blood aliens! I got Langoliers in my blood. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. That's what made me laugh. Anyways. Also, everybody else has them. (laughs) There's a pathogen in our blood. We haven't gone to the part where Bruno has them yet. Right now, only Keller has aliens in her blood. She is special with aliens. It's not making her hybrid. It's not hybrid-y aliens, though. Um, it's as unlike any conversion process Carson has seen. So they're going to assume still Michaelie. Um, mm-hmm. last time she was off world was to help rescue them from the collapsed building a month ago. And well, if if that's where she picked it up, then well, fuck. It cause... definitely has a Michael like trademark to it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's fingerprints of Michael all over mm-hmm. the place. If it walks if if it if it if it hybrids like a Michael. And it hives like a Michael. <laughs> Most likely it's it a Michael. It might a Michael. Um, and yeah, Carson's going to need blood samples from everyone who is on that planet, including McKay, who's not happy about that. Mm-hmm. Marie comes in and doctors them and they both answer. But like, <laughs> why the fuck would Marie be calling McKay doctor? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, but she would have been like Dr. McKay. Yeah. Like yes, he is, but that's not what she's gonna that's do. That's not. I don't. Sh- I don't shorthand you to doctor. She's like not you. <laughs> I'm uh, wa- yeah, Keller I'm... is awake. Yay! Um, it's McKay that goes in full hazmat Aww. to see her, and it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I would say more so terrifying for Keller than McKay. This, this. I hope she's not claustrophobic. Yeah, and if she wasn't before. She, she probably is gonna now. She's gonna be. Uh, she is completely covered in tendrils. Definitely wraith-like. All that's left exposed is her face. If everyone, if anyone has seen The Expanse, you know exactly what I'm comparing this to. Oh. Um, except that's actually more terrifying. 
Yikes. Yeah, you don't survive that one. Oh. It, like, comes out of your body and, like, out of your... Any hole it can escape from. Cool. Yeah. Expanse Expanse is a fantastic sci-fi show, and the first season has some spectacular body horror. I kind of want to see that now. Like that's how you should sell those. (laughs) You would. I really think you'd enjoy the Expanse because I think you've told me to watch it before, Mm -hmm. but now I'm like body horror. There is some body horror. There's a lot of there's a mystery. There's a little bit like political machinations. Okay. Um, and and, like we learned with Dune, I know. I know that I should be into the whole political and people. The body horror is probably going to be the body. the body horror is what you're going to enjoy. <laughs> I'm a monster. Listen, I know, I know, I know what you enjoy. <laughs> Are there sandworms? <laughs> There's no sandworms. No, yeah. There is. There we- is weird alien particles. Yes. There is yeah. aliens that can get into your blood. Blood aliens. There's blood aliens. <laughs> There's blood aliens and body horror. Blood aliens. It sounds like like a weird gang movie. Like the blood aliens. No, it to me it is it's like a pulp 1950s sci-fi. I do like blood aliens. And it's like the big the big monster lady attack on the blood aliens. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on MST3K. Let's do it. Uh and also the makeup on this episode is on point for Keller. Yes. Holy crap. It's so good. It's so good. Keller's just fucking terrified. Um can't blame her and asks what happens and mckay's like i'm not sure we are scienting as best we can but you got a lot of them blood aliens and uh, it doesn't it doesn't hurt because she can't feel anything or move i mean thanks (laughs) fucking jeebus that's also good but also terrifying yeah i i think like considering not being able to feel is weird. I know. But also considering the situation she's in, thank God she can't feel anything. I know. And McKay's like, we will get you out. And then she looks around for who else is there. And McKay's like, no one else is here. Get me. I gonna. I gonna do it. And she doesn't want to go to sleep. She's afraid she won't wake up. Um, and it's an early sign of whatever the fuck takes her over later. Oh. And McKay fills her in on Carson's research. And she remembers the goo in her hand a few nights ago, but she doesn't remember why she didn't tell anyone or run a test. <laughs> also, McKay, not the time to admonish her. And like a single tear falls. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking. Oh. He's like, it doesn't matter. We're going to fix this. Mm-hmm. And a great scene change. We actually see that that was footage that Carson was showing Woolsey. Yeah. And he pauses it. And she's hearing voices. She is clearly affecting her mind. And it's doubling in size every few hours. Anything on an exponential curve is bad. Fuck that. Yeah. (laughs) That's bad. Yep. That's going to be real not great. Oh, to make things better, someone hands Carson a computer. Everyone who is on the collapsed building planet is tested positive. (laughs) Ta-da. John is confined to his room as Woolsey tells him that they they assume the pathogen was in uh, a lab on the planet. It was released when the building was collapsed. Uh-huh. John with his golf club is a bit annoyed about being confined to his quarters because if he was contagious, everyone on the base is exposed and it's been a month. Yeah. And, you know, Carson's pretty confident it's not contagious, but look what this thing does to you. Yeah. I, I do want to take a moment to share something really stupid that yeah. happened. 
when I was watching this one scene. Yeah. This entire conversation is happening. It's very important things about blood aliens. I know. And husband Jesse walks into the room and goes, why does he have golf clubs? (laughs) And it's like, that's what you pulled out of this moment? That's the important part? Got it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, John points out very clearly that he is not a tentacle monster. Mm -hmm. Not yet. Um... Yeah, but who knows why it affected Keller or hit her first. Even Sam is quarantined at the SGC. Damn. Um, and, you know, it's hard for a job to sit Sam's on the sidelines. Sam's having a bad week. <laughs> it's been a, yeah, a bad month. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and it's hard for John to sit on the sidelines, but this is the right call. And Woolsey goes to leave. He's like, yeah, but what are you going to do about Keller? Yeah. And he's like, look, I'm still assessing the situation. Mm, not an option. Here's a question for you. There is a guard outside John's room. Now, is it for A, because they want word if someone, something starts happening to John? Uh-huh. Or because it, it's B, to keep him there based on previous experience of trying to keep that man confined to quarters? I think it's... I think it's a little of both. But I don't <laughs> think that... I think. I don't think that man's expected to keep him in the room. He's more of an alert system. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like he's more of like, hey, he got out again. Uh, he did it again. Because like he was probably told, you won't be able to stop him. No, don't bother trying because then what's going to happen is he'll knock you out, and then you exactly. can't tell us. So your job is to not engage, <laughs> but just tell observe. us where he goes. Yeah, observe and report. But that's what I was like. Why is that guard there? Yeah. In the control room, we get a team up of two of my favorite men in Atlantis, Carson and Zelenka. No, yeah, yeah Wolsey's there too. So they still don't know how, but they've nailed down the what. Basically, you know the stuff that makes insects and crustaceans and makes their shells hard? Well, it starts soft and pliable and becomes tough and leathery and then hardens to an incredible density. In like, this case, resistance to heat and pressure and radiation. Like my soul. Like my soul. And the hull of a ship, Zelenka yeah. adds. Well, he's like, can you clarify that you are saying what I think you're saying? She's and turning he's into like, a ship. Yes, it's exactly what you think, what you think that we are saying. We knew how Wraith ships were organic and that they're grown. Ugh. We've just never seen it happen. Ugh. Each ship is some poor unfortunate soul. Poor unfortunate soul! <laughs> Thank you for picking up the reference. <laughs> Um, and yeah, there, there is a, a Wraith hive ship growing in the isolation room. And yes, there is, I guess that means that there is a person at the core and also their intelligence. Oh, it's, we're talking Moya here from Farscape. Yeah, damn. Except Moya is not. An was, asshole? Well, I would say Moya was just, she is an entity. She was not taken an entity over. It's not parasitic. It's yeah. not parasitic. Yeah. Also, Moya can basically choose what she wants to do. Kind of. Go go, Moya. Moya's cool. You watch more of that show. I'm gonna. You'll learn that Moya is one of my favorite characters. I, I, I'm gonna get through it. Also, spoiler, Moya has a baby ship. What a baby. Yeah, no. Moya gets Moya the ship. Gets pregnant and has a baby ship. Who impregnates? <laughs> Who impregnates Moya? Does you she have, want to be pregnant? You have to watch it, Moya. <laughs> you dirty girl. Daddy ship. She fucking. <laughs> she be fucking. 
Also, do you want to be on the ship when it's fucking another ship? I mean, if the ship's a rockin', <laughs> be in it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you have to just... If you have a partner there, you just have to also fuck at the same time. Just because group sex, it's like a sympath- <laughs> like like an encourage fuck. Just, just, yeah, it's a supportive fuck. It's a you support, support fuck. fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh. we're with you, Moya. Get it, girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what has happened to our <laughs> podcast, guys? We're like halfway through the fucking. We're, we're gonna make it we're gonna make okay, it okay so in the isolate it's no longer retained to the isolation room uh-huh. uh when they shift their sensors it, they see that it is expanded down three levels into the electrical system and it's growing faster now it was already doubling every couple hours Yikes. it's growing faster and they have no clue how to stop it it's like it's like we could start by cutting power mm. this is the fucking terrifying part they leave keller Awake, confused. That's the shitty part. Even more tendrils and mass around her, alone, in the dark, with no information and no way for her to communicate with anyone. You and I literally wrote the same thing. Just like I wrote, they just leave Keller sitting there. It's fucking terrible. It is horrifying. You have to at least let her know before the power is cut. Keller, here's what's happening. You need to put goddamn radio next to her or yep, something yep 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 this is this is not okay this is the fact that i am hoping that at the end of this keller doesn't remember what happened because yeah. if i was keller i would be so fucking pissed at whoever made that decision not just pissed i think i would be completely fucking there's got to be some PTSD involved here. And, like, not being able to trust that person. Not being able to trust anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Not being able to I really turn off hope the lines. they got a new therapist on Atlantis. Yeah, because they're going to need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Taylor comes in to check on McKay and fills him in. And, you know, people are confined to their rooms. Doesn't make... They can't work remotely. Give McKay a computer. Seriously, you can't give him a fucking tablet? his room. And working on all of this shit from what his room. is so wrong about remote work <laughs> that it took a fucking pandemic <laughs> for people to understand that it is viable. This is barely even remote working. He's just in his... He, he, he lives at work. Yes! <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't already take a laptop. That's all. Anyways, he's appalled as we all are that they would just leave her there in the dark. Uh, Taylor doesn't know if they had much of a choice. Um, Carson is still working, um, which I will admit that they may not have had a choice to leave her in the dark. It is the way that they left her in the dark, which is the shitty part. I, I agree. I agree. It's the lack of communication. So Carson is still working. McKay assumes it was Zelenka's idea to cut the power off. He's frustrated to be stuck here doing nothing. And I'll chalk that up to why he calls Zelenka the B team. He. So here's the thing. Zelenka and McKay are both incredibly smart and they yes. think very differently. Yeah. And I think one of the things that helps McKay get to his answers is, is fighting against Zelenka's answers. Yes. So whether or not it's shitty that he does this. Yeah. But I think this is like his, his, 
this is how he works, yeah. but when he's panicked, it comes mm-hmm. out uglier than that's, it should. That's what I mean. Like, be- yeah. his panic here is why he calls Alenka the B-team yeah. type yeah. thing. But, like, the antagonism is naturally they there. Push, yeah, but it's, the- it's kind of a one where they push each other to get better. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. One is a little snarkier about it than the other. Uh, and Whereas Zelenka's like, I know where he's coming from. It's fine. Zelenka <laughs> just snarks about him not to his face, yeah. which I don't know if that's better or worse. I don't either. Yeah. But... The idea that this is not randomly spreading through the walls, but heading towards EM fields, like plants growing towards the sun is what McKay is thinking. Like, if you cut up the EM field, he's just going to head to the next one. Yep. Yep. We're giving him a fast pass to the kids, dude. Yeah. In the control room, Taylor points to the power grid conduit that runs through the building, but shutting this down isn't as easy because it's an express lane to the ZPM. They'd have to pull the full ZPM and then shut the whole power to the city down. And Wolsey's really impressed that Taylor knows so much about the power distribution yeah. grid. And he's, she's like, I don't. McKay does. McKay told me. Also, did Zelenka visit him with no, like, hazmat shit on? Oh, Taylor did. Yeah, because oh, listen, right, right. isolation is not being taken very seriously. Because suddenly, like, well, they what's did. The point? They yeah. did say that it's not contagious. Yeah. Anyone who has it has it. Which Ugh. I don't know then why they're what's confining the them. Yeah, because yeah. we see later they gather them all in jaunt. It's listen. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. You agreed, can agreed. tell they're being isolated because that's what Woolsey's books tell them to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's eventually he also realizes, like, what's the point of this? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, whether he, it may not, may or not be an issue. Like, we know the pathogen fucks with people's minds and affects their judgment. But in this case, Alenka can back up everything that McKay just said. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. Mm-hmm. If it reaches that conduit, it's basically unlimited power. <laughs> it's the Hexus from Ferngully. Yep. Yes, it is. Fuck Which em. I really want to watch Fern Gully now. I could watch Fern Gully. I love that movie. Also, because they turned off all the power, they have no sensors to know how close it is to the power conduits. So they have to go see with their eyeball sensors. Yay, eyeballs. So Zelenka and Taylor head off to do that. Woolsey wants to know from Carson how to kill it. He's mm-hmm. like, look, I'm working on a virus that will kill the pathogen affecting Keller, but as to how to kill all the vines and the growth and the body horror shit, no idea. Yeah, yeah. So, Taylor and Zelenka lead an eyeball inspection team and immediately split the party. Good job, guys. An adventure through the corridors. I mean, to defend them a touch hasn't been aggressive to anyone yet. Yeah. Following Zelenka, Taylor and him head into some the nicest Jeffrey's tubes I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) And uh, they split up again. I love how even the power conduits are beautifully designed on Atlantis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Lenka radios and you find some vines on a wall and then a whole horde of them in the corner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The power conduit. This is fun. Taylor's coming to him and he tries to see how much power it's draining. And that's exactly when the tentacles pull his feet out from under him. Yep. Knock him to the ground. He's out for a split second, hitting his head. And they start to curl around him. And Taylor's like... Got a blazing! Bam, 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 bam. Yep. Is this the is this the Night of the Living Dead part? Yeah. Yeah. Part well, it's part one. Part one. The night there's part two later with with Ronan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the wakes Link up, taking GTFO, and a distance away, Link is okay. Mild concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, throws a bit of tentacle off of him, and if it can defend him, they where does it now? go? 
when they like remove it, do they put it in with the biohazard? Because I feel like it would somehow. He like, just pick dropped up. it on the floor. <laughs> it's like, do you burn it? How do you dispose of this shit? Now? I don't know. That's a discussion that they don't get into later. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I think they have a bunch of wood for their fire pit. Yeah, because I don't think you could just throw it in with, like, the other random bio stuff. You know what they do? They just toss it off the edge of the city. Into the ocean. The whales will eat it. That can't be good for the Imagine a whale wraith. (laughs) A whale wraith. (laughs) A whale wraith. It's like a whale zombie. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. It's just like baleen. It's coming for shrimp brains. Oh, buddies. Oh, buddies. Don't do that. (laughs) Listen, zombie dolphins are way more terrifying than a zombie whale. Do you think they're still smart? I don't know. (laughs) But I mean, they're fast. They're fast. And they're they're aggressive and mean. Yeah. Yeah. God. Orcas are mean. I love them to death. But why they're are not... smart creatures mean in general? Uh, why are we mean? Because uh, okay. greed. Yeah, I was gonna say something terrible. First thought, wrong. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, in the infirmary, yes, minor concussion, no big deal. Much uh-huh. larger concern is the whole tentacles that attack people part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have to end this. Yeah, feels like let's pull the ZPM. But, you know, sitting in this dark city for weeks is not an answer. Yep. Carson's like, look, we have to get Keller out. And Wilsey's like, look, I know we want to save Keller as much as anyone, but, you know, there's new concerns now, and Keller doesn't want to get Keller out just to save her. He figures that using her for her yeah. mind, um, if it attacks Alenka because it saw him as a threat, it has no brain of its own. It's only intelligent because of Keller. Yeah. Yeah. And that explains why she was hearing voices. It set up a consciousness on her mind like multiple personalities, Alenka suggests. Do you think it's why it chose her? Um, because it needed to find a mind. Here's my theory, right? Because yeah. you have like Sam and John and Ronan. It needed an intelligent, like crafty mind. But it needed a mind that could fail the wisdom save that it would take to penetrate it. I... Like, I think it looked at Sam and went, nope. I'm not sure. I actually... And this, this will be... This is the less fun, crafty answer, but I think slightly sure. more realistic answer is it's just one of those where it's like one in 50 develops into a high yeah. ship. That's yeah. That's what I mean, though. Like, because they're all smart people, it's, but I feel like she's got the lowest. It's more of I don't know. Because I don't know if. If it's once that infection starts, it starts. Okay. Or if it started in the others, but couldn't like reach to the brain. That's that's what I think happened. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I had assumed it was one of those where it's like only one in 50. Yeah. Spawns into an infection. Um, And yeah. So, you know, why else have a human host? They Mm -hmm. figure Carson's like, we're pretty sure once we kill the connection is just going to be a dead tree trunk. Mm-hmm. And he pulls up the phage that he mentioned earlier. Theoretically, yeah. this could eliminate the pathogen in Keller mm-hmm. and that should sever the connection. But the catch is, is that's never been tested. Yep. 
So in John's quarters, they let McKay and Ronan into John's quarters because quarantine. And Wolsey updates them all that the building, this is the building Keller's in. This is how shitty it looks. It's blocked with growth. Yeah. But for the phage to work, it has to be injected directly into Keller's bloodstream. Yep. And the transporters can only get so close. They'd have to run a gauntlet and look what happened to Roddick. Mm -hmm. Because here's a dilemma. John understands what Wolsey means. Obviously does not agree with it. McKay doesn't. Yeah. So Wooly explains it to the rest of us as well. Uh Uh-huh. That if Keller really is the key, that there is an easier answer. It's just a few well-aimed shots at the isolation room. What a fucked up, cold, AI derivative answer. McKay is like, the fuck? Yeah. Like that Woolsey's even suggesting firing drones on their own people, their own city. And like Woolsey's like, look, I did not come to Atlantis to kill a senior staff member three days in. Okay. Yeah. But. But how quickly you got there. But what the other option is to risk someone else's life on this solution that hasn't been tested yet. And like. None of this is by the book. No. Ronan's like, well, then test it. I have the same thing. I'll take it right now. Yep. Give me drugs. John's like, no, I'll do it. Yeah. So they fully restrain John to the gurney, which Carson apologizes for. He does not think this will be painless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And confirms, like, you are, I am, are you, I just need a final okay from you, John. Uh Uh-huh. This does come from Michael's research. John's like, what is it going to do? Turn me into a bug? I've been there, done that. And he was like, no, I was going to say it could kill you, but that's fine. okay, yeah. John's like, just do it before I change my mind. Mm -hmm. And yep, right in the neck. I love this. It's going to take a few minutes just to relax. Oh, yeah. That's a thing that's going to happen. That's that's exactly what John will do. Just relax. Just, Just chill out for a minute. McKay checks with Carson, and yeah, Lauren and the others are also starting to show symptoms. And, I mean, McKay has sweaty palms and a dry mouth and heart palpitations, and Carson's like, so nothing out of the ordinary. So you're being Rodney. Got it. I miss this Carson snack so badly. Especially the Carson-McKay snack. Yeah, I know. And that's when John just starts feeling it. Oh, he feels it all right. The restraints for a good idea is he just starts seizing, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing to do about it. Yep. They don't even put anything in his mouth. Anything to ensure he's not going to swallow his own tongue. Yeah. In the control room, the infirmary essential systems are switched to backup generators. um, And they proceed to pull the ZPM and Atlantis plunges into darkness. I mean, great shot from the outside of the city. Just all turning off. Yikes. Yeah. And all they can do is watch John C's. Ronan's holding him down and I'm also Ronan's holding him down to do something but I'm also sure he's just like the reassurance to John yeah that I'm here someone's here you're not alone yeah also god how dark is that city because there's no moon outside of this planet right there's well there's two moons there are two moons yeah there are two moons okay I forgot about that yeah one's Katha no I'm kidding (laughs) one's Rudis um I was born under Rudis (laughs) Okay. No, no clue how long this will last. And when John just flatlines. Yep. Well, there it is. That's how long it lasts. And they don't, let's just say they don't do the best sci-fi CPR ever. Look, I think that when Carson 
learned the whole use staying alive. Uh-huh. Maybe when he was little, he played his records at the wrong yeah. speed. Because yeah. those are some fast compressions. Well, he's also not on top of him at all. No. That's just not good. Thankfully, yeah. John just comes back on his own. Yeah, it's like, stop. You weren't doing anything anyway. He comes uh, back because of this. Exactly. And later, Carson reassures Woolsey that it did work. John's blood is clear. Although it's there's that's no more rough. aliens in his blood first of all if everyone has to go through that that's rough yeah it's gonna hurt and um that's for another time to deal with mm-hmm. right now they need someone to get this into the isolation room carson and ronan volunteer at the same time and mckay does that uh, i'll volunteer when the obviously knows there's two better there's candidates two other people like oh i'll go okay you can go <laughs> Uh, it's just an injection. Anyone can do it. Carson is not in peak Carson shape yet. Yeah. Um, but McKay and Ronan are still infected. So while Woolsey isn't saying he doesn't 100% trust them. He doesn't 100% trust them. But that did help with John when yeah. he was the Uratus bug. Because, you know, it's just one of us. Yeah. One of What's us. up, friend? I'm just here to be friends. Stab, stab, stab. He's more likely to get through. Yeah. So Ronan heads in. Infiltrate, if you will. He's just calm and cool, like leaning on the side of the transporter with mm-hmm. his with his blaster and his sword. Um, and they're like, "How does it look?" He goes, "Not good. It's pretty not great out here." But it's not reacting to him, so that's good. And he heads forward, making sure his sword is out because sword. Mm-hmm. In the infirmary, McKay is watching, like he's just kind of machete his way through yeah. this wraith Amazon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and. Oh. I'm sure, like, I don't know if McKay's here just to be here when John wakes up or because quarantine, which is the loosest use of that word ever at this yeah. point. No, I think it's, I think he's just here. I think, you know, we learned how <clears throat> he was hanging out with Carson. Yeah. So this is his. John yeah. is real quick to get out of the bed. Uh-huh. And, and listen in his Woolsey and asks Ronan his status. The vines are getting denser. It's getting hard to move through. Uh-huh. Woolsey <sighs> goes... Just don't make any sudden movements or threatening gestures. Oh. Ronan will keep that in mind with an eye roll. The man who is literally a walking, yeah. threatening gesture. Yikes, dude. Basically, don't be you. <laughs> he comes to the end of the hallway and it's just a flesh wall. Ew. I don't know how to explain that uh-huh. otherwise. It's no, just a it flesh is. wall. Yeah. And when no one else has any ideas, Ronan's just going to make a hole. Mm-hmm. And it's like, don't do that. <laughs> uh, you've made it this far because it thinks you're a friend. Yeah, but that will change if you shoot it. Yeah, don't don't shoot it. Does anyone else have any other ideas though? And John, with all of his metal expertise, prepares a second injection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's right, this is going to go very very wrong. Mm-hmm. So McKay tries to say something about quarantine, but John's cured. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. fine. Let me out. Ronan knows there's no other way through, and all they can say is, "If you shoot, to move quickly." Yep. No shit, Sherlock. Mm-hmm. So he fires, he makes a hole, and he starts rolling. Tentacles start going for him, and he starts fighting him off with a sword. Night of the Living Dead Part 2. Yep. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they do latch around him, pulling to a wall, and one wraps itself around his neck. Yikes. And he stops responding to radio calls, and everyone fears the worst. Mm-hmm. That's clearly not good, as Ronan struggles against the tentacles. John arrives and tells them to turn the power back on and open a channel, which they do. John calls it to Keller, but Keller is not who answers. Mm, she's not home right now. It's her voice, but it doesn't have a designation yet. It'll be given one once they're complete. Oh, boy. 
Uh, and Ronor, Ronan is the intruder, and mm-hmm. he's been neutralized. And he's alive for the moment. It only takes the smallest of squeezes to kill him. He's just barely still kicking. You don't want to do that. He's mm-hmm. one of you, remember? Mm-hmm. Yep. And John tells Carson to keep her talking as he runs off. Yeah. Well, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. John's like, look, I'm going to go fucking finish this. And he gotta, runs upstairs. I got something to do. Yeah. And Carson starts talking to Jennifer, and it's like, I told you, Keller's not home right now, and Carson's just going to leave a message. Yeah. Uh, Beep, hi, this is... <laughs> anyway. Uh, John um, John heads up, starts up a jumper, Woolsey radios him, and again, it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be in charge. You, you can be after this. And John's going to take a shortcut. Sorry, there's no time to fill out paperwork. And he takes off and heads to the building in the city covered with the growth. Yep. He knows this may hurt and just rams the jumper in through the wall. Yep. No seatbelts. No time. No. Well, there's also no seatbelts. There's on the no seatbelts on the jumper. I feel like maybe it's got its own little like. It's uh, got internal dampeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John does not respond to radio calls from Woolsey, but he's alive and he heads to the back, picks up a gun and heads out. It's Tentacleville out there and mm-hmm. we see the hole made in the side of the building and there's vines moving. No. But he knew where he was going. Yeah. And he crashed very close to where Keller is and that hesitation reaches her and just jabs that phage into her neck. Yeah. And after a moment, she wakes up, eyes wide basically screaming without the sound uh-huh. all of the vines freak the fuck out yep their own versions of tentacle seizures yep one actually oh. stabs john through the stomach yikes we can also see them choking ronin basically about to kill him the last with their last gasp yeah. they're like we'll take your asses out with us yeah john fears that he might have to like he he knows what he might have to do if this continues yep and he fuck. points his gun towards keller <sighs> Fuck. When suddenly she also falls unconscious, as do all of the vines, all go limp at once. Damn. Ronan falls unconscious to the ground. John is able to radio that he's been better. Uh-huh. Please come get us. Help. It's again. My blood hurts. <laughs> Some time later, John is the infirmary again. Mm-hmm. Wolsey tells him that Ronan has a bruised larynx and won't be able to talk for a few days. John wonders if anyone will notice. I feel like John must have his own bed. Yeah. Like, he's got his own little cubby where yep. he keeps, like, a little DS and, like, yeah. some stuff. Yeah, for he's sure. he's in here a lot. He's in here a lot. Mm-hmm. Either that or he just has, like, a bin and it may get stores in his room. But, like, yeah. whenever he's in the infirmary, they know to grab okay, that bin. I need my bin. <laughs> I need my bin. Um, Carson and a fully fine Jennifer walk over, which the vine's only connected to her at one place uh-huh. is what we assume. Yep. Um, but Keller is finally out of isolation, so I'm guessing it's only been a few days because yeah. again, there's no isolation is bullshit at this point. Yeah. In this case, mm-hmm. <laughs> Keller's recovery will be easy compared to John. Yeah, he's not doing good. It's Florida rules quarantine. <laughs> I wasn't so, gonna say it, but it's it, true. I did it. I did it. Uh, it only hurts when John breathes. That's fine. It's fine. And he's like, look, I'm I'm gonna be fine. I have two doctors now. And no. I wonder I wonder if John is this stereotype of of yeah. do you thing where he's probably been fine for a couple days. Yeah, he's like, but I hurts. Which is why I mean, Keller's he did like get up a and around. Whole tentacle through him. He did. But Keller's but up Keller and around. Keller was a little worse off. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Thoughts. It's actually been like three weeks. Thoughts. Yeah. Thoughts. It's been three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carson is leaving this afternoon. 
Um, be- unless there's another medical crisis next hour. Yep. I mean, this is Atlantis. Mm-hmm. That could happen. Uh, John and Carson shake hands, stay out of trouble, and he will see John soon. Aww. And before they leave, Woolsey stops Carson and thanks him. Yep. Carson and Keller leave, and Woolsey comes back to John's bedside. Right before he he was on uh, he was on a call with his higher ups on Earth, and they went over his report. And in truth, Woolsey said in his first three days as a commander, he violated over half a dozen basic security protocols. And yeah, well, that many, John says. And he runs through them and like, you know, letting Beckett run the investigation. Then he wrote in to deliver the antidote, went through rescuing someone who may have already been beyond their help. And John's like, yeah, but she wasn't. She wasn't. And you saved her and you saved everybody and all the things. And if you played by the rules, she'd be dead. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, the IOA agree with you. And they're letting the matter drop for now. Yep. But the issue for Woolsey is that the rules are there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And if Woolsey can't trust them. He's not sure he can do this job. This is what starts to make Woolsey likable. Yep. He's not following the rules for the rules sake or because his boss told him to. Yeah. He's following the rules is because it's that's what he put his faith into. Yes. Yikes. And John reaches out to shake his hand and uh, welcome to the Pegasus Galaxy. Yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. Maybe that's another AKA. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is a great way to leave us thinking about Woolsey. Yeah. That's what it is. And in, once you learn that, you're like, okay, so it's not just about being a brown nose rules no. follower. Like, this is what his faith is. He has, he is, he's fully someone who the rules have always worked for him. Mm-hmm. The rules, are, it's order. Order is what keeps him safe. Keeps him safe. Yeah. Yeah. What a tough one. He, he's an order Muppet who's thrown into the worst place for an order Muppet to ever be thrown into. And to survive, you have to disorder a little bit. Yeah. Yowza! I like this episode. It was fun. It was fun. Um, Next someday up. I'll write oh. my paper on the on how this is a mapping for burnout. You Okay. What's next? Okay. Next is Broken Ties, Woo. which will be... Our 300th episode. What in the world? I can't even. How did we get here? 300 episodes. And that's only episode episodes because we don't number our tangent casts. I can't believe we're still doing this. 300. That's a lot of hours of podcasts. Yeah. Because it's not 300 hours. We talk a lot. Oh, it's talk cool. a lot. I'm gonna guess like 475. I'm guessing more than that. <laughs> Holy cow, guys! We'll see you next week with the 300th episode. Yep. Until then, uh, find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. My brain went blank. Facebook at the Snow Place. Look, Tara. Email us at There's No Place at Tara with aliens in your blood. Patreon.com slash the Snow Place at Tara. Rate us like a Get the podcast. Tell us about your blood aliens. Yeah, tell okay. us about your blood aliens.